So we are uh, doing a study on spiritual gifts. Our theme is everyone has a gift. And specifically today, not just everyone has a gift, but let's use it. Let's use the gift. Now, did anybody remember to bring back their spiritual gift assessment from last week? Ooh, pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, I had mine sitting there all week waiting to come back. So uh, did, did everybody get it finished? Get all 80 questions answered. I know 80 sounds like a lot, <laughs> but uh, did, did you get it scored and the graph done and the first or the three items on the last page? Did you get that part done yet? Yes. No, I see. I see one shaking his head. No, <laughs> it's, it's OK. <laughs> uh, but you're if you have it with you, you're probably going to want to do that because you want to know uh, what your top three are today. Uh, so if you have it with you, go ahead and pull it out. Uh, take a look at it. So on the fourth page, you can score it and add up all the items. And then uh, I apologize for our visitors. This is something we started last week. So you're probably thinking, what are they talking about? Uh, but uh, on the fourth page, you can score it all and it will give you the totals. And then on the last page, you fill out the graph for where the totals with that total number matches uh, for each item and then you just look and see what your top three are and again my third one was a tie so I wrote them both down um, so well, I think we got you guys some copies of what we're talking about now you won't have to be lost <laughs> uh, so uh, it's important that we have that with us because we're going to go over it a little bit today uh, and we're uh, going to also do something that goes along with that here in just a little bit uh, but was anybody surprised by the results on it? Anybody surprised at all? Or were you like, you know, God's already shown me that I knew it kind of thing? Uh, my top two for me, uh, which are prophecy and teaching, um, and if you read through on the questions there, you'll understand what prophecy means and everything. Uh, but those top two for me, um, I was not surprised at those um, I guess even my third, which is a tie, that wasn't really a surprise for me either. Uh, I believe God's made it clear to me uh, that he has blessed me with gifts in that area and uh, that uh, I've also actively searched for God's will and for how I should serve God. And through that process of prayer and searching, God has already led me to using uh, those gifts uh, the top gifts in my life there. And so hopefully that's kind of where you're at too. But if not, this gives you a good starting point to move forward uh, using your gifts for God. I was a little surprised at one of the results though. I thought I would score much higher in the area of mercy. Uh, I, I thought I was doing really well <laughs> in that area. But according to my answers on here, uh, that was one of my lower gifts. Uh, so uh, maybe that's something that I need to work on a little bit. Uh, apparently, I thought I was doing okay there, and, and God has shown me uh, maybe not so much. Uh, but that's okay, too, because uh, on that graph, you get a picture of everything, and you can kind of see, well, you know, if, if I'm lower here, maybe I should, you know, pray about it and try a little harder in that area or, or something along those lines. You can kind of see the whole picture. It's really neat uh, to do that. 
Uh, so now I wanted to see if anybody was willing to share their top gift, or you could read all three of the top three if you want. Mine was, again, prophecy was the top, then teaching, and then I had a tie for third, faith and administration. Uh, so those were mine, and I believe God has shown me that along the way already, and, and uh, I've begun trying to serve the Lord in those areas already. But anybody else want to share some of theirs or one of theirs? or Autumn? Okay, good. Uh, Sandy, you want to read yours? Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> you thought you knew your husband. <laughs> okay. Okay. So they matched. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now the amount of points for each one I've noticed because I compared me and Autumn's, and uh, if if you got like twenty five and one, and somebody got twenty four and one, that doesn't mean that you're better or they're worse or anything. Um, it just all depends on how you think in your mind and how you score yourself, because uh, you're you're really kind of judging yourself in these areas. So if I got a twenty five and one, and and you got a twenty three and one. It doesn't mean I'm better, you know, or whatever. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I was like, well, I'm perfect. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of that's some good insight. I'm gonna look at everybody's graph and see who thinks they're perfect. You know, <laughs> look, I'm straight across the top. Uh, anybody else want to say theirs, Sandy? Good, good. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody else want to want to read theirs? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. And uh, it's it's good to know where, how God has blessed you. Uh, that'll also help you know how to serve God and and the areas you have strengths in. Uh, that maybe you could serve God more in those areas. Um, so now I want to move on to uh, spiritual gift certificate. It's a certificate of your spiritual gifts. Uh, so I have David here. He's going to hand these out. Uh, and uh, as soon as you get it, then I'll kind of explain it to you. All right. Did everybody get one? Did you guys get one? No, we'll get, we'll get you guys one. Yeah, you want to hand them a couple. Uh, they didn't probably have the chance to answer all 80 questions yet, but you could do it later. It's no big deal. Uh, so we're all going to fill this out, this certificate out. We're going to fill it out this morning. Uh, and then um, I want you to bring them home, and I do not want you to hide them. Uh, I want you to put it somewhere. You don't have to put it somewhere that everyone will see when they open, you know, your front door or something. But I want, I want, it, you know, you to put it somewhere that you will see. Uh, I, I want you to be able to be reminded that God has blessed you with these gifts. And every time you see it, you can tell God, thank you. You know, thank you for these gifts. And you can be reminded also that you need to be actively using these gifts in your service to God. 
Uh, so what you're going to do is there's three lines there. You're going to write down your top three. Again, my third was a tie, so I wrote both down. If you want to choose one, you can. Uh, I just figure I'd write both down. Um, so go ahead and fill out your top three. I'll give you a second to do that. And then after that, sign it and date it with today's date, which is the 10th. I thought about having my wife write on mine because my handwriting is terrible. Every time I look at it, I'll have to be like, what did I write? You know? So I took it slow and tried to write better, but it still looks like a five-year-old wrote it. All right, so the next thing I want you to do with these, so you're going to take them home, you're going to put them somewhere that you will see it, and then uh, when you see it, it will remind you uh, to, to pray over these areas, to uh, you know, search the Lord's will in these areas. But I don't want to wait any longer to pray over these areas. So I want to I give you time right now to pray over these three items or four, however it worked out for you, uh, that you wrote on these lines right now. Just, just between you and God, uh, just take a, a minute or two and just pray over these items that you wrote down right now. All right, uh, so I know that's a little bit different way to start Sunday school off, but I think it's important uh, to not wait to pray over things and, and uh, to search God's will in your life actively all the time. Uh, now, you, you may have some things on here, uh, you know, maybe one of your top three, you don't feel like you're an expert in that area, that's okay. Uh, you know, God gave you that gift, you don't have to be an expert in it, you don't have to know everything about it. Uh, we're going to take the next few weeks going over the, each individual spiritual gift uh, so that we can understand them better and maybe even use them more or use them better. Uh, before I get to that, I do want to uh, address just a couple things. Uh, now we know what our spiritual gifts are, and that was the whole point of taking the assessment uh, is to find out. If you didn't know before, and I believe some of us knew uh, most of these uh, items um, but maybe you didn't know one or two of them that you scored really well in. Um, but if you didn't know before, that's okay. We know now. Um, maybe we only knew the top one or, or, or two, but now we have a full picture of all of the spiritual gifts and how God has blessed us in each individual area there. We know the top three or four gifts that God wants us to use to serve him. Uh, sometimes I think knowing is the hard part. Uh, it was for me, at least, for a long time. I spent many, many years of my life just trying to figure out what God wanted me to do to serve him. And so uh, if, if I could have went back in that time and said, okay, you need to do this, I'd have been so grateful because I wanted to serve. I just didn't know what to do. I didn't know exactly where I was being led and what I was supposed to do. So I think sometimes the hard part is knowing. Uh, but now that we know, we have the knowledge now we need to get to work. Uh, we know now, and now we need to get to work. Uh, we'll, we are all armed with the knowledge of what God has blessed us uh, to be able to do, these gifts that God has blessed us. Uh, God has given us uh, special ability in specific areas, and now we know what those areas are, what, what it is that God has blessed us. Uh, now, since we know, we can now get to work doing exactly what it is uh, that God wants us to do. Again, maybe we're not experts in these areas. Uh, we may not be the most blessed uh, in those areas, 
Uh, we may not have ten gifts. Maybe we have one. Maybe we have two or three. Uh, but that doesn't matter. Whatever we have, we can and should use for God. Uh, God would not have blessed us with a gift and then not help us be able to use it to serve him. Uh, God will help us use our gifts that he has blessed us with. God also wouldn't have gave us a, a gift that he didn't want us to use either. Uh, so if we're not using our gifts, uh, we need to actively find how God wants us to be able to use them. Uh, the, the disciples, when they were sent out, uh, they were given special gifts by Jesus. They were told to go out and use these gifts uh, for a specific purpose. Uh, you know, they were told that they would be able to heal and do some miracles as they were sent out. Um, and uh, they were uh, to do all of this to spread the news of Jesus, to spread salvation. Uh, now, I don't think when they went out that any of them thought they were experts in those areas. I don't think any of them thought, oh, I can handle healing people. I'm, I'm an expert at that. I don't think they were like that at all. I don't think they thought they were experts in miracles. Uh, but even though they weren't experts, they were obedient. Uh, they went out and they tried, and then God did the rest. The key is that they tried. Uh, I think that's all that God is looking for. And God is looking for people that are willing to try. Uh, if we're willing to try, then God will help do the rest. Uh, now, our trying, it may not be as easy as it sounds. It sounds easy. I just need to be willing to try. Uh, but sometimes it won't be quite that easy. Uh, when the disciples went out, they weren't always welcomed. Uh, the people did not always receive them. Uh, the, the people there didn't always welcome them into their house or even their city. And this is why Jesus said in Matthew ten fourteen, And whosoever shall not receive you, nor hear your words, when you depart out of that house or city, shake off the dust of your feet. Sometimes we won't be received. Uh, sometimes it won't be easy. Uh, sometimes we'll have to put more effort and more time into it, uh, but are we willing to try? Uh, that's the key, if we're willing to try. Uh, so we know what our spiritual gifts are. We have a picture here of, of where we land on our spiritual gifts. Um, we know that we should be using them. Now I want to get a deeper understanding of some of these gifts. Uh, we're going to take a closer look at each gift so that we can be better equipped to use our gift for the service of the Lord. Uh, so if you want to, go ahead and turn to Romans chapter 12. Uh, we'll read verses 6 and 7 this morning. Romans chapter 12. And this morning we're going to look at the gift of teaching. All right, Romans chapter 12, starting in verse 6. Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, whether prophecy, let us prophecy according to the proportion of faith, or ministry, let us wait on our ministering, or he that teacheth on teaching. Now in this passage, we're talking about spiritual gifts given by God, and he gives those to men. Uh, these are all given to men to be able to do the work of the Lord. Uh, you will find no other reason in the Bible for God giving spiritual gifts. Uh, God blessed men and still blesses us with spiritual gifts uh, so that we can serve him and we can share salvation's message to the lost. That's the purpose of our spiritual gifts. 
the first spiritual gift that we're looking at is the gift of teaching. And concerning teaching, uh, teaching is important. Uh, so the first thing we're going to uh, look at is teaching is important. Now, have any of you ever been a teacher, whether Sunday school or, or in in school or, or whatever? Any, anybody ever been a teacher? I'm sure some of us have taught. Yep, yep. So uh, now the rest of you that haven't been a teacher in the role of being a teacher, I'm sure you at some point have taught somebody something. Uh, you knew something, they didn't, and you taught them all about it or taught them how to maybe do something at work or, or whatever it is. Uh, I'm sure all of us at least has taught somebody something at some point in our lives. Uh, if you have, if you've done that, and I'm sure you have at some point, you probably understand the importance of being effective at teaching. Uh, the seriousness of teaching, the importance of teaching, can be seen in what is required to be a teacher. Now, looking at uh, you know secular jobs here, uh, to be a early education teacher, like a preschool teacher, uh, the last I knew, and maybe it's changed, but you only needed two years of college to do that position, uh, to, to teach in uh, preschool. Now, you can also help in preschool, I think, with just a high school diploma. Um, but to teach there, I believe you need a two-year degree. Uh, to teach in high school, you need at least a four-year degree, and it, it really depends on the school district and all that kind of stuff. But that's kind of the baseline uh, entry level there. You need a four-year degree. Uh, now, to teach something real serious like medical, teaching surgery, you obviously need uh, the eight years of college to become a doctor first before you can be a teacher. Then on top of that, you need five years of experience. Uh, and then according to uh, the one place I looked for this information, you need to have done 850 surgeries uh, before you even qualify to be a teacher uh, for surgery. And there was a whole bunch more. I mean, the list went on and on of all the requirements, a bunch of stuff I didn't even understand uh, because I'm not a doctor. Um, but there's all kinds of requirements to do that. Uh, so you can see the importance of being able to be an effective teacher in just the requirements alone. Uh, and that's just kind of a snapshot of, of the kind of teaching you can do in the world. Uh, we're now going to take a look at the kind of teaching that God wants us to do with our spiritual gift to teach. Uh, being in a position of teaching is very, a very serious thing. Uh, you hold a great responsibility as a teacher. Uh, you are responsible for the ones uh, that you are teaching. And that's, in, that's serious. That's very important. Uh, Second Chronicles 15.3, it says, Now for a long season Israel hath been without the true God and without a, teach, a teaching priest and without law. In this passage, we have God's people, uh, and they're not in a very good place. Uh, they were in and out of battles all along this time frame there, um, and they're not very close to God at this time of the, the timing of this verse here. Uh, two verses later, verse 5, 2 Chronicles 15, 5. And in those times there was no peace to him that went out, nor to him that came in, but great vexations were upon all the inhabitants of the countries. Uh, there was no peace in this time. Uh, in verse 8 it talks about how they worshipped uh, abominable idols, and they gave their altar to, uh, of the altar of God, they gave that to false gods. 
Uh, God's people were a mess in that time. Uh, they were far from God. And it all starts off with verse 3 that we read. Now for a long season Israel hath been without the true God and without a teaching priest. They went a really long time without someone teaching them from Scripture. And that led to them falling far away from God. Uh, if they had a teacher, if they had teaching from the scriptures that they had at that time, uh, this could have been avoided. Maybe not avoided completely, but at least they would have had a shot to stay close to God because that teaching would have drawn them close to God. That's how important teaching is. Uh, if we are not being taught from the word of God, then we are falling away from God, uh, just like Israel did back here in Second Chronicles 15. Um, sometimes we do that gradually and slowly. Uh, if we're not around godly teaching from the Word of God, we will very slowly start fading away from God. Uh, the longer we go without teaching from the Scriptures, uh, the further away from God we can get. Teaching is very important. So teaching is important, but teaching is also a gift. Uh, we've already read Romans chapter 12, how God gave spiritual gifts, and one of those uh, spiritual gifts is teaching. Uh, now let's turn to Ephesians chapter 8. Ephesians chapter 8. I'm sorry, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 8. I'm sure you would have figured that out. Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 8. It says, Wherefore he saith, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. Now skip down to verse 11. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers. So God gave uh, gifts here, and one of those gifts was teachers. Uh, one of the gifts that God gave is teaching. Uh, if you are a teacher of the Word of God, then you are the recipient of a gift from God. Uh, remember to thank God for the gift that He has given you. Uh, now, uh, you don't necessarily have to be standing up here at the Sunday school hour teaching uh, the Bible in front of a whole class to be a teacher of the Word. Uh, you can do that individually, one-on-one -on -one with someone through discipleship or something along those lines as well. Uh, that certainly is still teaching of the Word of God. So teaching is important. Teaching is a gift. And teaching is serving. Teaching is serving. Uh, look down at verse 12, Ephesians 4.12. It says, For the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Uh, we can use the gift of teaching to serve God. Uh, God has left us here on earth for a purpose. What do you think that purpose is? Why do you think God leaves us here after salvation? Why doesn't he just take us right up to heaven? And shout out the answer. Yeah. We're here for a purpose. We have something to do. Uh, we're here uh, to spread the gospel. We're here to glorify God. We're here to serve him. Uh, and part of that is teaching the Word of God. If we're given the gift of teaching, we are uh, to be using this to serve God. Uh, 
how long should we use our gift of teaching? Should we just teach for 10 years? We got our time in and we're good. We can you know, qualify for retirement at that point. We're, we're good. We can quit. Uh, how about 50 years? That's a really long time, right? Should we use our gift of teaching for 50 years and, again, just requ- uh, retire at that point? Uh, I think the answer is in Ephesians 4.13. Ephesians 4.13. It says, till we all come in the unity of faith. Again, this is talking about the spiritual gifts that God gave, why he gave them. And it says, till we all come in the unity of the faith. Uh, We are to continue using our gifts from God to serve God until we all come in the unity of faith. Now, I believe that this won't happen until God takes us home to heaven. When we will all get to heaven, then we will be unified in our faith in Jesus. That's what I think. Uh, Why should we serve God this way? Uh, Why should we serve God with our gift of teaching? Uh, Ephesians 4.12 again, it says, For the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. That is why God gave these gifts. Uh, We're here to use our gift of teaching for the perfecting of the saints, uh, for the perfecting of us Christians, of each other. Um, Now, perfecting here uh, doesn't mean to make perfect. Uh, we'll, We'll never be perfect in ourselves. Uh, what it actually means is to repair, uh, adjust, or to mend. Uh, so that's what the teaching of the Word of God will do. Uh, if we teach uh, our, each other out of the Word of God, we will help each other adjust our lives to better please the Father. Uh, so we teach uh, for the perfecting of the saints. Uh, God also gave us this gift, and we're supposed to use our gift of teaching for the work of the ministry. For the work of the ministry, uh, we're supposed to serve others and help others with our gift. Uh, we're, we are to uh, use this to help others in their lives. And then the third one in that verse is we are to use our gift of teaching to edify Christians, to edify Christians. And that means to, to build up the believers, to build each other up. Uh, edify here actually uh, literally means to construct with uh, a solid uh, base, like uh, concrete. Uh, So if you're teaching out of the Word of God, you are helping them have something solid uh, to build their life on. Uh, That's what we're supposed to do with our gift of teaching. Now, the last thing that I want to cover this morning uh, is what it is that we should teach. Um, And again, we've kind of already gone over this. The Word of God is what we should be teaching. Uh, but the biggest battle that a teacher faces is the material, after being nervous and all that stuff. Uh, but once that's taken care of, the biggest battle a teacher faces is the material that will be taught. Um, I'm not sure if you guys have ever done any searching for uh, material to teach. Uh, but it, it, finding good material in the day we live in is nearly impossible. You can search for Christian curriculums. Uh, for hours and never find something that is perfect. Uh, there's, there's not many out there that you won't find something in it that is not something you agree with or you know, is not helpful in your specific situation or your specific group of people you're trying to teach. Uh, so that leaves us with the job of uh, taking material that we find and using the good pieces from it. And, and we tend to do that a lot. 
Uh, I tend to do that um, on occasion, uh, you know, if it's a pretty good thing, but this section over here doesn't quite apply to the people I'm teaching, then I just leave that section out. You know, God leads on how to do that. It is a difficult task, uh, but that is why it is uh, best to use the only uh, material approved by God that has no mistakes in it, and that's the Word of God. Uh, now, I'm not saying you can't use curriculum. Curriculum's perfectly fine. Uh, but we'll get to that in a second. But Jesus taught from the word of God in the temple at the age of 12. Uh, and, and then throughout his adult ministry, um, even when he was being tempted, uh, I think it was my son Marshall just said that Jesus used the sword against Satan. He, he literally said the words of God to Satan when, when Satan was battling him with, with that temptation. Um, uh, Jesus taught from scriptures. Paul also taught the word of God. In Acts chapter 18, verse 11, it says, And he continued there a year and six months, teaching the word of God among them. Uh, so for a year and a half, which is a decent amount of time, he was teaching the word of God. That's what he taught out of. Uh, th- there are many other verses we could look up that show us um, you know, when men of God taught, they were teaching the word of God. Uh, if we use anything that is not the Bible itself uh, to teach from, that's okay. You can do that. But we must always refer back to the word of God to make sure it lines up with the word of God. Uh, now, everyone can teach and sh- should teach the word of God. Uh, you know, even if your top three gifts wasn't teaching, that doesn't mean you can't teach the Word of God. You can still teach the Word of God. That probably means there's other things that God wants you to do to serve Him as well, but you can still teach the Word of God. Uh, maybe you won't lead a class, uh, but I'm convinced that there is someone in each of our lives that we can be teaching the Word of God to. There's at least someone in all of our lives that we can be teaching the word of God too. Uh, so teaching is important. Teaching is a gift and teaching is serving. So let's make sure we use our gifts to serve God. Uh, let's close in prayer.